0: It's podcast o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, and this one is from a new destination, one that I've yet to do on my quest to 100 countries. This is number 80, and uh, quite a big number, that one, and uh, therefore slightly more interesting country than normal. It's Africa. It's Senegal. Yep, West Africa. In fact, not only West Africa, the most West Africa you can be. If you look at a map of Africa, go west-west, go the west bit, west a bit more, and that big lump that's sticking out, the really, really westerly bit, that is Dakar, and that is the capital of Senegal. And uh, Senegal is uh, pretty, uh, yeah, pretty, I don't know, pretty average by African standards uh, in country size. Perhaps a little bit smaller than normal. Um, Gambia is tiny, it's basically just a, a large river that uh, looks a bit like a colon if you look at it on a map. And uh, on this podcast, you'll be hearing from Senegal and Gambia. Uh, Why? Because there's something to do. And it's January, which means it's 28 degrees here. And in Toronto, where I formerly lived, it's minus three. And in London, it's plus two. Both of those are a bit shit, whereas Senegal is tip top, if you don't mind. 28 degrees uh, as the evening draws in. You might hear some vague drumming. In the background, I believe there's some slightly more touristy place further up the beach um, that's quite nice and uh, they can afford dancers and drummers and all that kind of thing. Um, but for me, however, I, I'm i just going to turn off something, hang on. I've invested in a GoPro, which does a lot of beeping. Um, some of this, maybe, if it goes well, will be available on YouTube as a video. If you're interested in that sort of thing but right now I'm drinking a flag the beer of Senegal one of two the other beer is gazelle and I'm uh, in a place called Defeer, I believe is how you say it so if you're interested go to the car hang around for a couple of days and then head south and um, on the way to the Gambia you will find a place called seine Salem Delta, the seine Salem Delta, which is a big delta, i.e. river mouth, uh, going out to the Atlantic Ocean. And a few dusty little towns with horse and carts and dusty little bars exist on the shores of that delta in a town called Defer, and that's where I am now. uh, Spelled, confusingly, D-J-I-F-E-R, or if you're cool, DJ Effer. Uh, that is where I am, and I've got myself a beer, and I thought I'd tell you about uh, Senegal because, um, well, I'm here, and uh, you might want to come. I, it's a bit early to say whether you should come. My gut feeling is you should. Why wouldn't you? It's Africa, and you don't need a visa. It's quite cheap, and uh, whilst you're on the beach, you'll hear the sound of drumming and donkeys. I mean, if that's not a sales pitch, I don't know what is. But um, I think you should come here. But you probably should be prepared that it's not Africa light, not quite as light as I thought it was. So a great deal of people that have been to this continent have gone to Cape Town, which is of course beautiful, if unfortunately rather dangerous, and uh, South Africa in general. That's the sort of Africa light. Um, Weirdly, it's actually far more dangerous down there than it is up here, even though a lot of people would think it was the other way around. Senegal is incredibly safe. It's majority Muslim by a long way. It's about 90% Muslim, 10% Christian, something like that. Um, And, of course, there's crossover religions as well. So some people that are Muslim also believe in the sort of tribal, old-school religions, and some people that are Christian also cross it over with some um, old-school tribal religions as well. But generally speaking, uh, it's a Muslim country, but uh, muslim light as well, because you can get a beer, no problem. Uh, and uh, it's it's fairly groovy. Um, you know, women have rights. If sl- sadly not quite as many as they should have, but generally speaking, um, as uh, Islamic countries go, this one is uh, very relaxed and groovy and safe. And those bastards, Boko Haram, have fortunately got nowhere near it. I'm, I did actually want to go to Mali and Mauritania to the north, and I've always been interested in Dogon architecture. Man, like thousand year old huts made of cow poo with sticks sticking out of them from some of the ancient civilizations of Africa. They are mega interesting but if you believe the warnings and maybe you should, Um, they are nowadays thanks to those absolute cocks that are Boko Haram uh, unfortunately not really safe. That is a mosque in the background. Perhaps Perhaps that is the retaliation to me calling radicalised Muslim people cocks. Um, but yeah, that's that's quite normal. Five times a day, you'll hear the call to prayer. I actually didn't know there was a mosque down the road. Didn't see that one, but you can bloody well hear it. That's for sure. Five in the morning that starts, and you'd think they'd sort those speakers out, wouldn't you? Really. I think you'll agree, no matter where you're from in the world, that that man couldn't hold a tune in a bucket. But that isn't really the point. The call to prayer happens five times a day, not to show off his singing skills. This is not X-factor, Senegal. This is the call to prayer. So, lads, you need to be facing Mecca, getting on your prayer mat and doing a prayer. Now, I'm crossing over into slightly uncharted territory here and I'm worried that my flippant nature may be offending people. If so, please don't think it is. I've been to age 80 countries now, this is my 80th, and uh, I'm extremely respectful of all cultures when I get there. So please bear in mind, I'm just a casual observer enjoying your beautiful country. And it is beautiful, so let's talk about Senegal. Capital, Dakar, just been there, 1.5 million people, uh, pretty big. Uh, certainly not that big by African standards, as capitals go. Um, West Africa's really interesting. Basically, nearly everyone, 51% of West Africa, live in Nigeria. Um, and then behind that, you've got Ghana, which is quite populated, and a few other places. Uh, but generally speaking, there's quite a lot of not-that-populated countries for African standards. And Senegal's one of them. So, yeah, Dakar's only got 1.5 uh, million people in it and uh, it's worth a visit because it's absolutely class A fucking mental. That's what it is. I always think when I go to capital cities that they're going to be the slightly more sanitised, boring version of wherever it is. Not really with the car. Like, you are in the centre of the capital and you walk out of your hotel and the first thing you see is seven women washing other people's clothes, essentially a manual laundrette, manual laundromat and next to them is like four or five goats and then next to the goats is a man doing some metal work just building some like i don't know balconies or something for a building that someone's working on and then next to that you've got a guy selling like nescafe from a little stand his little coffee stand just selling instant coffee and next to that you've got a guy selling baguettes and next to that you've got someone doing some woodwork making a bed you get the idea it's just loads going on Oh, by the way, I'm outside a bar, and the national language here is French, as well as their tribal languages, and um, there may be a man listening to everything I'm saying, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't speak English, so I'll just keep going. Yeah, he's he's doing something in there. Who knows? Yeah, so what else can I tell you? Once you leave the car, you'll head south, perhaps, if you want. That's what I did, and you'll head to a place, ultimately, I'm going to the Gambia, but on the way, you'll stop at Joal-Fadud or joal Fadul, which uh, is a sort of beach town, few too many plastic, beach, uh, plastic bottles on the beach for my liking, but worth a look. A uh, dusty, crazy little town with donkeys pulling stuff about and uh, then you'll carry on south and you will end up here in Differ, and that's the mouth of this beautiful delta, this very wide delta. You can barely see the other side of the river that's just come in or come out, I suppose, uh, to the, A- the Atlantic. Yes, rivers come out to the Atlantic, not in. That would be mental. Um, but yeah, so I'm looking at these kind of ticky huts on the sand. It's 28 degrees, the sun's going down. There's some fishermen out on the Delta casting their nets and uh, reeling them back in in the last few precious moments of light before they have to come back in for the evening. And uh, various animals basically in this part of Africa you're never far away from a donkey or uh, a dog so or in this case a man with a shit speaker yeah so uh, that's been going on and uh, I really recommend it it's it's pretty good vibes here it's very peaceful and there's a few Christians as I say and they mix very well with the with the Muslims and the Muslims mix well with the Christians. Generally speaking, it's really peaceful. Um, Not a lot of drinking, no drugs, absolutely zero drugs. You get five years if you're even caught with a joint. So that pretty much stamps that out. And um, you've got a, a very green country, despite the fact that it's perishingly hot right now. There's some pretty big rains in August. So the best time to come is around now, uh, when everyone else is getting bored and stressed at work in January. Best thing you can do is uh, make advantage of those cheap flights and go via Portugal uh, if you can. Have a night over in Lisbon and then head down to uh, Dakar. It's going to cost you about 320, 350 euros, something like that, for the flight, um, and which I admit is quite expensive but once you're here, uh, prices are really cheap. 150 a beer, 20 to 20, yeah, 20, maybe 25 for a night's accommodation. And yeah, it's groovy, it's got, it's got everything if you want Africa a bit more mental. Like, so if, if you want Creature Comforts, four five-star hotel, um, great food that is extremely reliable, uh, westernized, Uh, then uh, this is without doubt the most stupid place you could come. Um, But if you want to see all kinds of outdoor activities going on in the bustle of markets um, full of colour and just wander around absorbing it all in while sucking on a coconut um, and maybe having a couple of palm wines in a dodgy establishment and uh, chatting to the absolutely idiotically friendly locals, like friendly to the nth degree, then this is the place for you. Senegal, um, and as I walk, almost comedically, I wish you could see this, there's two women walking up the beach with fish uh, in buckets on their heads and bright colours draped around them, smiling and laughing in the last moments of daylight. And it's times like this, you think, yeah, I don't want a fucking stupid first class five-star hotel with a man playing boring piano just like every other city in the world. I think this is the place for me. So join me, I'll podcast a little bit more uh, from Senegal and the Gambia. Have a quick squiz on a map if you don't know where it is and you'll enjoy it that little bit more. You're listening to me, Vinny, wandering around Africa and enjoying myself.
1: ah
0: i'm in quite a relaxed mode i'm in a hammock on a beach which i appreciate anyone listening to this suddenly thinks that I should be smashed to bits with a hammer if you're listening to this at work and things are boring and it's cold so I acknowledge that that is a bit of an arsehole thing to say but I'm on my holidays one of the things about Senegal is because it's uh, hot and chaotic you definitely do need to put in your itinerary some chill out time because otherwise it all gets a bit much um, but what I thought I'd do—I've um, had a sleep since I last chatted to you—and I thought it might be an idea to go through what the Lonely Planet says, the Lonely Planet West Africa, the Senegal section. Let's see what they say, and let's see if I agree with it. And uh, it's been quite helpful this book. I find—I might mention this before in other travels—I do find the Lonely Planet's slightly irritating because. I find every now and then they wedge in a few words that are never used in the modern lexicon of anyone apart from an English professor that's trying to be a bit flashy. And they should be far more conversational and easygoing, and perhaps have some like call out boxes with people's actual experiences. Rather than say, you know, rather than generally the bus leaves from this time and leaves from this time and costs about this much, which is all very helpful. It would be nice every now and then for someone to go, generally the bus leaves at this time and this time and it costs this much. On my bus, uh, a cow walked out in front of the road and we hit it and it delayed us for an hour, but it was quite funny because we all ended up in a bar. You know, that's the shit that actually happens. So that would be nice to read. There you go, Lonely Planet. You can have that for nothing. What's that? You want to offer me a contract travel in the world and pay me loads of money to do it? (laughs) go on then. Oh, you had me at money. Right, let's have a look. Why go to Senegal, ladies and gentlemen? Though it's one of West Africa's most stable countries, Senegal is far from dull. All right, let's break that down. Uh, Yeah, I agree with that, because you could be in Mauritania and... Although everyone I've met that's been through Mauritania says it's fine, uh, the books say that it's full of Boko Haram and you might be kidnapped. So I don't know, I'd like your opinions on that, but it it is unquestionable that this is a very uh, stable country for West Africa. The fact you don't need a visa to get here, the fact that I can walk the streets at night, uh, the fact that uh, there's no fear of kidnapping, the fact that women are treated far more equally than many west african countries not to say they're equal we've got room for manoeuvre there but yeah i think that's a reasonable point it is not dull it is far from dull and it is stable so so far uh, so good dakar the capital is a dizzying street hustler rich introduction to the country elegance meets chaos yep agree with all of that absolutely elegance in the beautiful clean, sparkling, sometimes sequin-encrusted dresses of the ladies uh, in amongst uh, goats and manic noises and fumes. A hustler-rich introduction to the country, elegance meets chaos, snarling traffic, vibrant markets and glittering nightlife, while nearby Ildigor and the beaches of Yoff and Nagor tap to slow, lazy beats. Oh, Ildigori is that um, island Uh, which has got no cars on it, which I went to and is amazing. Well worth a look. Bit sad though, because it's also where they exported slaves from and you can learn all about that. But uh, you might want to stay a night there because it's pretty peaceful, man. It's nice to get away from the traffic. As with all islands, it does indeed tap to slow, lazy beats. With the exception of Jersey and Guernsey, full of old people. Uh, In northern Senegal, the enigmatic capital of St. Louis, Uh, is a unesco world heritage site so that's the old french colonial town right and it's quite a trek to go up there it's on the border with mauritania and i was going to go but it seems like there's more stuff to do heading south so yeah i'm sure it is really interesting the problem is for me personally i've seen a lot of colonial architecture after all i'm from a colonial country so i've been to like vietnam and seen in hoi an what the French did there. Really cool um, to see all those old dusty buildings. I've been to Cuba and seen what the Spanish did there. I know I sound like a gloating prick, but just go with me. When you have seen one, you kind of have seen them all. The sort of old architecture that strikes back to when it was ruled by other people that has been somewhat neglected. Mega interesting, makes great photos. If you're into that sort of thing and you haven't seen it, if you haven't been to, I don't know, granada in nicaragua for example uh, or plenty of other places around the world then yes i'm sure it will be right up your strasa but for me uh, i've seen quite a lot of that stuff around the world so for me it's a nil point okay along the petite coat and cap skiering wide strips of beaches beckon and wide deltas invite mesmerising boat journeys amid astounding biodiversity including hundreds of bird species. Yeah, big bird spotting place this and uh, that wind that you can hear is the wind coming off that delta. I am sat next to a huge river mouth and I have to say pretty bloody gorge and you might even hear some of those lovely birds. Unfortunately I don't know anything about birds, uh, feathered or otherwise. And I therefore am a little bit naïve as to what's going on in the ornithological world. Is that right? Is it ornithological? I'm trying to be impressive. I'm doing a bit of a lonely planet really. Chucking in a a look at me word. Uh, I think that's right. I I don't know if it might be the study of bloody helicopters for all I know. So there you go. Um, Do I agree with The Lonely Planet? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a bang-on article. I think that's absolutely brilliant. It finally finishes with, whether you want to mingle with the trendsetters of urban Africa or be alone with your thoughts to the sounds of nature, you'll find your place in Senegal. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And the trips between places, which are going to happen in taxis, and very rarely do you get a taxi to yourself, as normally someone else jumps in along the way, Um, Or you're going to get a bus, in which case they only leave when they're full. um, And they might have like 10 people in a minibus. They are mesmerisingly mad. Um, Every time you stop, someone chucks some bananas through the window or bags of water. um, And various different hawkers, I believe is the word, uh, try to sell their goods. Uh, And it's just like loads of chat going on. And also, one of the other things is you're a delivery service so every now and then the bus will just veer off to some dusty alleyway and drop off like an engine part that they've attached to the roof to some garage or some guy and then just a few notes will change hands and and off you go again so there's always something to look at on those buses it's um i wouldn't call them relaxing but they're definitely very interesting i brought a book with me and i've only read about five pages because every time i got into it Something would stop, the huge bloody minibus door, which was hanging on by a few threads, would open and uh, someone would push a bunch of bananas in my face. Yeah, it's not everyone's bag, but it's uh, certainly not boring. If anyone's ever described Senegal as boring, they haven't been to Senegal. They probably uh, got off the wrong plane and walked around Dubai. Yeah, so there you go, Dakar. Um, let's have a quick look at that. So I've just been to Dakar. Let's see what the Lonely Planet say. Dakar is a city of extremes, where horse cart drivers chug over swish highways and gleaming SUVs squeeze through tiny sand roads. Okay, don't think I saw any gleaming SUVs. Beaten up cars, yeah. Gleaming, no. Where elegant ladies dig skinny hills into dusty walkways and suit-clad businessmen kneel for prayer in the middle of the street. Yeah, that's kind of mind-blowing, that watching a lot of guys in a row kneeling down and uh, doing their outdoor prayer pointing to mecca that was i've never seen that before once a tiny settlement in the south of the cap vert peninsula dakar now spreads across almost its entire triangle and keeps growing yeah it does that's one of the problems though because it's um this this triangle that juts out to sea And because over the years it's been getting more and more busy and it's now home to 1.5 million. Just for reference, by the way, Senegal is home to about 15 million. And uh, yeah, Dakar is is home to 1.5 million. It's quite hard to get in and out because there's only one or two highways that go into the depths of that triangle that is Dakar. There's a railway. (laughs) It's a railway. This is so classic, right? There's a railway that you can go to. It's this beautiful colonial station in the middle of Dakar, right, kind of near the port. You'll see it because it's so beautiful and it's it's been really well preserved and looked after. And then you go into the station because obviously nothing online makes any sense and books are always out of date. So you think, right, I want to get out of Dakar. I'll go to the station and I'll just get a train out of Dakar because getting into it, it was such an epic and the traffic was so slow and there were so many fumes surely there's an easier way to get out so you go to the station and a security guard will say there's no trains today or tomorrow or the next day or the next week or ever that was generally the conversation um and then when i did finally look it up online apparently they haven't been running for years it used to run all the way there's a fella on a donkey coming down the beach a bit blackpool um it used to run all the way down um dakar into mali and on to Bamako. Yeah, well, that that train doesn't fucking go anywhere now. You can forget about it because it doesn't even run out of the town, even though the station's all gorgeous and there's cleaners cleaning everything in there. I don't know who's paying for it, but something's gone very wrong there uh, because there are no trains in and out. And it's weird because the line itself, I saw the train line in a few places because the roads cross over it. It looks gorgeous. I'm no engineer, but it looks like it's all right. But obviously something's gone wrong like so many things in Africa the Colonials left left quite a legacy well done you built a train line okay you probably did it with slaves and you did it in a brutal way but well done at least after all that you guys have got a train line off pop the French leave them a train line don't tell them how to look after it don't tell them about maintenance bugger off and sure enough no one quite knows how to look after a train line because there's only a few around the place and so slowly and painfully it just falls into decrepancy and degradation until it can't be used anymore the trains stop working the governments are slightly corrupt they don't put any money into it and all of a sudden you have a gleaming station that looks gorgeous and a train line that goes fucking nowhere absolutely nowhere a lot of people just go to the station just for a peek at it just to see what it's like Finally, for the traveller, there's much to discover from peaceful islands just offshore to vertigous, see what I mean? Vertiginous, I don't even know what that means. Vertiginous nightlife. What the fuck? Dancing to M'Blax beats. blacks is the local kind of um, slightly westernised tribal beats, if you like. You can spend your days browsing frantic markets and taking in the sight of bustling downtown. Following all of that, you can have sunset drinks overlooking the crashing waves. At, yeah, if you can afford it. I personally stay in slightly rougher places away from cocktail bars. And once both intimidating and deeply alluring, Dakar is a fascinating and a great introduction to Senegal. There you go. Well, I think I'm going to get my ass out of this hammock and go and get a boat somewhere, I think I might go to the Gambia a whole new country Um, I don't know how to get there but I'll ask around, see what happens many years ago I would have been very stressed about this but nowadays I know that you just have to ask about 20 people and one of them will know and he'll have a mate that'll have a boat and the next thing you know you're on that boat and then there's a little moment where you think they could just throw me off and take my wallet and then usually by that point and some outrageous paranoia sometimes brought on by a hangover, you'll get to the other side of the Delta. Sun will be shining and you'll have a nice uh, nice mango in the sun. I think that's what'll happen. I mean of course unless you never hear from me again in which case my fears have come true. This uh, recording was found at the bottom of a Delta and I'm dead now. But Let me tell you, I died smiling. Big love, ta-ta. If ever you've wondered, dear podcast listener, how I managed to navigate my way around Africa when I don't speak any of the tribal languages or even French, and this is a former French colony, I'll I'll let you into the secret so right now i'm following some dude across the beach and he knows a man that knows a man that's got a boat that could take me across the mouth of the delta to a place called Tua. i've probably messed that up Tubakuta. Tubakuta. yeah so that's where we're going we're going to go and talk to this guy about a boat um so i met him outside a electrical shop Well, he told me to stop filming because I was doing a bit of filming. Pretty nervy on the filming. They're not big fans. Uh, And then he said, what are you doing anyway? And I said in English, just going to get a boat to Tubacuta." And he said, I know a man, I think, in French. I don't know what he said. He could have said, I like toilet duck. It's my favourite brand of toilet cleaner. Oh, yeah. Which one? It's really nice. That one? Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a very skinny boat. Okay. Uh, last, oh.
1: price, two, last price. If to last price.
0: How long does it take to get to Tubakatuwa? What? One hour, two hour,
1: three hour, uh, four
0: hour. Four. Four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. four hours in a skinny boat. Ah, oui. uh, okay. I mean, I don't understand, but yeah. Okay, cool. Merci beaucoup. Et... So, I don't want to get in this thing. It's, I think it's running on baking soda. Now he's taking me into a hut. And you might be thinking, well, don't go into a hut with a stranger. He could stab you and nick your money. <sighs> yeah, I don't. I don't think he's going to. Is this his house, or is this my last moment on Earth? Oh, I think uh, it's his house. Is this your house? Tukasa? House, oh, nice. Uh, uh,
1: You've got no, no windows,
0: no, no ventanas?
1: Yeah. Uh. Uh-huh. Identification. Yeah. Oui,
0: d'accord. Ah. Oh, you look good for 50. Very good. Um, you okay. Don't, you
1: don't the gap,
0: yeah. I'm going to take your uh, phone number. Okay. And then if I want a boat, I'll call you. So here we go. two nom, uh, to uh, nombre. Uh, uh. put it in there. Yeah. As you can tell, I don't actually speak French. I speak a combination of Spanish, English and bullshit. So you're putting your number in my phone, that's good. Merci. Add number. Create new contact. E 2 nombre. What is it? Let me see it on the ID here. Prenoms. Badara.
1: Badara
0: Gadyaga. 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 I'll put in gadyaga. So this guy's called Gadiaga Badara. Gadjaga. I mean, obviously I'm never gonna... This is like in a couple David. of years, I'll look at my phone and there'll be Gadiaga Badara in my ma- phone now. i think, who the fuck's that?
1: David.
0: Oh, look at this. He's got some f-
1: là, la barca.
0: Yeah, some photographs of him on his boat. These photographs look like they've had a hard time. Oh, you've been to Brussels, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, look at this. It's got L'avis? postcards from France, L'avis? Belgium.
1: L'avis? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, oui, oui. Oh, Avignon. L'avis. France. Yeah. Lots of postcards. Uh. Who's this? Uh. Your wife? That's my farm. Your farm? Oh, very pretty.
1: Oh, that's nice. Wow. Yeah. You've
0: been everywhere on this boat. I'm just guessing he said, but you know better than me. Uh, okay. Um, Gadiaga, I'll call you.
1: No, it's not so much Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he's not letting me go. This guy. Yeah.
0: Oh you want my number?
1: Maximum, oh,
0: fuck. Right. What? Oh right, okay. Combien maximum. Right. So I'll pay I'll pay uh, uh, ninety thousand. Okay, maybe. hmm
1: Beautiful. Okay. I'll
0: call you. So my name is Vinny. okay? Vinny. Why? Vinnie Vasson. Wait. Yeah, my number. Vasson so i'll call you up and i'll meet you here
1: all right i I don't know
0: all right merci beaucoup so i mean sorry that was obviously oh christ now he's talking to me again no i've gotta go i'm going now i'll see you too I'll, i'll call you bye i'm walking off holy fuck okay hey how you doing okay so um I mean, that was a bit painful. Sorry you had to witness that. Um, if you're still listening, you're incredibly patient. So he was saying, um, with a calculator, that he wants 90,000 seffers to get on a boat for four hours and travel across the mouth of the Delta. Oh, fuck me, he's running after me. Oh, dude. I'm gonna pretend I'm on the phone. For
1: 40,000. 000...
0: La la oh, it's, it's in the cards. Oui, yeah, the, you mean the ID? Oui, oui. Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Now he's lost his ID. Oh, I understand. <laughs> yeah, no, don't don't worry, don't worry. Right. No problem. Now he's lost his ID. Okay, where's the cards? Uh,
1: okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. No problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm on the phone. On the phone too. To my... I don't know. No say. In that exchange, he, he showed me his ID and um, a load of postcards of various destinations around the world, all of which have seen better days, but interesting that he had them. And um, he lost his ID inside the pile of postcards, and I think he thought I'd run off with it, which, believe me, believe me, I would not do. Trump's really ruins, believe me, isn't he? It used to make people sit upright and think. Well, he's about to say something believable but now because of that prick as soon as I say believe me it's filled full I mean, it's, just, it's like a, it's a car salesman line now you just know that it's a precursor to utter bullshit anyway all of that to say that this guy wanted to get me across the mouth of a delta on a rickety old boat for 100,000 seffers and what you don't know is I've already organized a boat for tomorrow That's seventy thousand cephers, so there's no point having this conversation but i was a bit worried that 70 thousand thousand sephers was a bit expensive because i don't have any frame of reference so like any diligent man i decided it might be quite a good idea to get a second quote and he's coming in at 100 grand i just typed on his calculator a couple of times 80 grand and 90 grand to see if he'd move he ended up taking 90 grand Um, but i don't know him he doesn't speak any english And the concept of being on a boat with that guy for four hours, uh, albeit that I weirdly do trust him, I mean, you just have to, um, doesn't feel me full of joy, particularly because you didn't see the boat, but if you've ever been to Thailand and you've seen those long wooden ones that they use for fishing that have absolutely no cover and the only bit of material on the whole boat is a very small flag, then uh, you'll know what it looked like. So uh, it was going to be chronic sunburn and a breakdown uh, emotionally and very much mechanically, I would imagine. So, uh, yeah, not going to be doing that. But that's uh, a little insight into the world of moving around Senegal because you might say, well, why don't you pop yourself online and uh, look at Google Maps? (laughs) (laughs) Or why why don't you go to a local hotel and ask one of the members of staff? Uh, Or why don't you go to... Type into to Google, Senegal Ferries, and I'm sure they have a very orderly and respectable website that's easy to read in multiple languages that talks exactly about the exact time of departure. Well, buddy, that is not Africa. No, this is where you get chatting to people and stuff just happens. Also, it's really good for your confidence because if you're an unconfident person, after the first three days of crying your eyes out in Africa, you will pick yourself up and realise that basically, unless you talk to people on a regular basis, regardless of your language skills, you're not going anywhere, ever. And you're probably not even gonna have anything to eat or drink either, so good luck. Um, so you end up being a bit of a cocky shit like me. You too can be a cocky bastard. So I'm just walking past a donkey. Hello. I love that, I so said I'm walking past a donkey and a. And, uh, goat made a noise that's very confusing I would at least think that they could act on cue these farmyard animals all right i'm back on the main road if you can call it that a couple of cars dusty donkeys women with bowls of fruit and what have you on their head and a bunch of very old very broken down citrons and Peugeots it's like French car heaven as in they're all dead not not, not as in they're in a good condition for for french car lovers yeah so uh so that's what you do sorry it's probably a bit laborious but you get the idea if you want to talk to people about uh your next maneuver um take it with a pinch of salt because the fact is that i have organized my boat for 70 grand and it is going to take four hours that means it's probably going to take five and a half hours and might end up being 75 grand or at least there'll be a conversation about it being 75 grand Um, but it's all right like once you've been into it for a couple of days you just go all right then well that's the way this world works you stop getting your knickers in a knot which is exactly how you end up enjoying yourself if you continue to say, well, this wouldn't happen in London, this wouldn't happen in Toronto, um, then you're going to have basically an experience of hell on earth. So, lay back, enjoy the madness, say hello to a donkey. Hello, donkey. You mean just nothing. Just a tough crowd in the donkey world. And uh, I'm going to go into a bar now and have a beer. You can come with me and then I'll stop the recording. Just walking... And the last bit of the hot sun passed the man with a ski jacket on. Wow, are you not hot? No. Show, no? Show. Woo! Okay. Good chat there. One of my best. And here we are in the bar. Hey, man. Hello. How are you getting on? How oh, are hey. Woo! Show. Uh, what have you got? Flag? Let's see if we play. Hello.
1: Nice, Mr. K. Man, the Chicanon monkeys, she met me. And then Money men, uh, black men, no, 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 no. Oh. When accompany you yeah. and they are It's friendly. no problem, uh, huh? No problem. no problem.
0: Oh, OK. Uh, With this guy?
1: Because I'm living here. OK. To
0: people this <laughs> man,
1: people I am popular, popular.
0: Oh, I get it. Popular. Yeah. You know, all people, men,
1: but all uh, the girls. Yeah. Does
0: he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. all the ladies. Is crazy, mate?
1: No, <laughs> No reality. <laughs> it's no reality. Yeah. Exactly. When you go with me, when you go with me, no problem for you.
0: Okay, good.
1: <laughs> really? It's
0: really crazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He
1: doesn't look that crazy. He looks about as crazy as you. Midnight.
0: Or oh, thereabouts. Pretty late in Senegal a few people wandering around unsurprisingly from the soundscape you might detect that I'm on a motorway, sorry beach i like to keep you on your toes looking at the moonscape the moon bouncing off the Atlantic Ocean there's a dude Cross-legged, contemplating his existence, I feel. Probably just thinking about has he got enough cheese in the fridge? Has he got a fridge? No one eats cheese here, most of this is bollocks. Well, I don't know what he's thinking about. I'd ask him if I spoke French, it's lost a fucking chance. Also, it's a bit weird standing next to someone on the beach asking him what he's thinking about. He's just got up. Let's just let's just assume that he's thinking about should he have kids? Because he looks about 20. Yeah, let's go with that. He's in Senegal, so the answer is yes. 45% of the population is under 14. How about that. Let's go and say hello to him. I realise this might go very, very dark. Hey, Pojo. What are you doing? Ah, fishing. What's that? Oh, I see. He's showing me a bag with some fish in it. Oh, they're still alive. Ah, fantastic. Perfect. Nice. Okay, good luck. Keep going. Oui. mom. Okay, so there's your answer. (laughs) He's he's fishing. I I did say it was dark out. He just got a, a nice fish out of a bag. Still quivering. Oh, fair play to him. That's fantastic. He's probably not doing that for market. I should imagine he's doing that for his own consumption. So good throwback to a few thousand years ago. But let's not take that lightly. That's still the life of, I don't know, a couple of billion people on this planet. Yes, we go to idiotically expensive supermarkets and eat fish that we ultimately, possibly should feel slightly guilty about. There he is, knocking out his rod into the Atlantic and pulling in a couple here and there. Right, so that got a bit journalistic. Let's go back to the fun stuff. I just had a couple of pastises. Pastise is um, a French drink that is mixed with water, which every time I've ever gone on a ski trip, yes, I'm a privileged asshole, I've always thought, i don't know what that is but it seems a bit weird that it mix it with water and it makes a cloudy white liquid um and i've always sort of laughed at it because i never really liked it the last place that i expected to get into it was here in africa but i love it it's aniseed essentially if you're uh if you have greek roots it's, it's essentially ouzo and uh bloody gorgeous so i've just had a couple of goes on that i'm a bit wobbly uh but it is a testament to this town that i'm heading back completely and utterly sober well sorry did i say sober i meant safe yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, the sky is full of stars the crickets are singing and let's walk back over the let's call it a main road a lot of donkeys there's a gate to my campsite. I've got like a tiki hut and it's tied up with rope. So I'm just undoing the rope to get in. And when I do get in, even though it's quite late, I get them in. There might be a dog run at me, just remind me to be cool. Okay, going to tie it back up a few people on the road looking at what I'm doing yeah, everything's cool okay, cool I don't know what the fuck that is it sounds like a warthog in the distance when I say the distance I mean about 20 metres let's find out honestly, it's never boring It's never boring here. It's just an idiotic journey from one moment of weirdness to the other. You'll never really work out when your equilibrium finally settles. I was that? It sounds like a fucking dinosaur going off. And a few days ago when I first arrived in Africa, I would have shit myself and run. But now I've had so much weirdness bombarded at me on a daily basis on an hourly basis that this is probably just something fine i'd be least surprised if it was a fiberglass dinosaur that they'd found in a european museum that they've recycled i don't know i'll never find out i'll go to sleep now i'll wake up in a couple of hours to the call of prayer because Allah would, would need to remind me that i have been a terrible person Uh, Note for Vinnie, note for the podcast, I had a fucking brilliant night, I had a really good night, I really enjoyed it, as I walk in perfect heat back to my house, my little hut on the beach, I feel truly alive, okay, fuck you very much, you've been a great audience, I'm going to sleep. On a beach. Yes, I'm a lucky bastard. Don't hold it against me. Good night, sweetheart. So there you are. And you can tell I had a good night because I completely forgot to tell you what I did. Uh, It was an evening of drinking pastis with some French guys in the only bar in town, situated near the beach on a sort of dirt road full of chickens and donkeys. One of them was married to a local lady, and that lady brought a massive dish of fish and rice to our table. And all my new friends and I feasted throughout the evening. Uh, And then, as was fairly evident, I had a few drinkies, laughed my socks off and then headed back to my beach shack where I was attacked by an asthmatic warthog. Uh, It was bloody brilliant. And um, yeah, the adventures continue. Join me as I hit country 81 next. I'm off to The Gambia. Uh, that's going to be in the same place that you found this podcast. Um, if you do want a podcast of your own, whether it be a serious one or a silly one, and you need to uh, talk to a production company, can I advise We wemakepodcasts.uk? Uh, that's my production company. I make podcasts for other people sometimes. And if you want some information on that, then go to wemakepodcasts.uk. And no matter where you are in the world, do get in touch. My name is Vinny. Thanks for joining me as I've been travelling around. And as I say, the next episode will be Gambia, coming soon. This was mixed and produced in the UK by We Make Podcasts. For more information, go to (laughs) wemakepodcasts.uk.